0: Okay, so I have watched um, Extreme Rules earlier this morning. I woke up at 5 o'clock in the morning because, you know, you got an early morning job that requires you to wake up at 3 or a quarter after 3. When you on your day off, sometimes you wake up like you're going to work. Like, okay, Saturday I woke up at a normal time, like 8 o'clock. Then Today, I woke up at 5. <laughs> anyway, so, <clears throat> how y'all doing today? Oh, man. So, Extreme Rules. It was in Philadelphia, and I loved the show. The show was awesome. And um I liked it so much that I even liked the people that, you know, contributed. Like the new ring announcer, I think the SmackDown ring announcer is, is the lady. She, she put her fucking character in that in that shit where she was announcing people with such vigor and enthusiasm, and she didn't sound like a robot. Whereas you know, I I, I can catch certain things like that. with oh man, it's new regime in town. <laughs> so um, let me get my set here. So the, the like the very first match that um uh, I saw was the um the brawling brutes versus the premium, which I did not know that Seamus was a face, he was a good guy because I'm so condescent of Seamus being a bad guy that I didn't catch on. And mainly, I keep falling asleep on SmackDown and Raw. I don't know why. I know why I don't watch Raw because I just told you, I wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning just to go to work, so I need to go to bed at like around 8 (laughs) so I can wake up in the morning, but I'm at the Starbucks, got my pumpkin spice. So, um, so it was, it was a pretty good match. Very back and forth accent. I, I like how Gunther, or, I like how Walter um, was working in the ring as far as Seamus and then you had Rich Holland and um, uh, what was the other, the, 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 the little guy. What's the little guy's name? <laughs> Said Pete Dunn. I would never call him Butch. I think Vince Man's is like then see nothing in Pete done, and, and he's like, "Them change your character, butch," and that shit do not correlate main event. It's like you, you whatever. Anyway, I was like, "Oh shit!" Back and forth accent. very. Them said shot that one Celalee shot to the back. I think it was um Rich Holland, or was it the, one of the members of Imperium hit Sameas? Yeah. Either it was Kaiser or it was um, the other dude that hit Samus in the back with a lady and it broke off. And it looked like the thing didn't because it was like the camera angle was like, did it break off? Because <laughs> I couldn't tell. That's it. That spot was awesome, um, man. It, it was awesome. So the Bruce defeated Imperium for Recibucion of how Walter, you know, Gunther, um, cheated to keep his Intercontinental title. So this provided Seamus with a run-up against, um, I forgot his name again, what the fuck? Gunther. So it was a pretty good match. I enjoyed it. Um, Now we got Liv Morgan versus Ronda Rousey it was a pretty average match i ain't gonna lie it wasn't nothing special about this match um not saying that they didn't work hard it 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 was what it was in the back of my mind i kind of knew ronda was going to get back her her championship but i also thought okay they put in stock in lev morgan this is her first title, her first big title defense on, um, on pay-per-view, or premium event. And I thought they was going to ride out the Liv Morgan rave a little longer as her as champion. But is it just me or Liv Morgan, the whole Liv Morgan angle with Ronda Rousey chasing that title again? That's just the beginning because... She started smiling. I'm talking about Liv Morgan. She started smiling when Ronda Rousey applied the, uh, the I think an armbar was it or was it a triangle choke? I'm not sure, but it. I, I was like, well, that's weird. She was laughing, and then uh, you know Corey Graves like commentated like, why is she laughing? She's just lost. <laughs> she, well, it's not laughing, but she was smiling. And it was very weird. I was like, what the fuck going on here? So, I, I anyway, it was pretty average at best. I didn't, it wasn't a bathroom break match. It was just semi-boring, all right? So, Drew McIntyre versus Karrion Cross in the strap match. That was a pretty good match, even though, well, this it, is a match that don't have any rules, I I think that the highlight, the icing on the cake about this match when um Scarlett got involved and pepper sprayed um Drew McIntyre, and I was like, oh shit! So this 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 feud is not going to end at Extreme Rules. I mean, Extreme Rules is one of them pay per views where. <clears throat> It's a it's one of the bullshit that people views that don't matter. It was just it, it was just there. And and it I feel that it, it was a match to extend the, the feud against these two. You know what I'm saying? But um even though it wasn't really a good match in the way, I I, I, I give it like a C plus B, but these two people had intensity. So it was a very uh, uh, intensified match between these two. Provided uh, a, a good story. Karen Cross feels jealous that Drew McIntyre. Uh, Totter, Drew McIntyre was um, chosen, and 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 Karen Cross needed to, you know, like put his point out that, hey, I'm good too. I'm sadistic too. I'm gonna destroy Drew McIntyre or whatever so I reclaim his spot or whatever so it 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 was what it was it was a physically grueling emotional intense intensified match to extend the story between these two all right so then we got the Raw Remains championship uh, Bianca Belair versus Bailey in the ladder match now I like ladder match like the next pe- guy I almost said next people <laughs> that didn't make sense um I, I actually thought Bailey was gonna win because you know with her group um um Delete Control Delete Control what the f- c- Control what the fuck that group name is <laughs> <laughs> control, fuck it. Um, I thought that Bailey was going to win it because you know, um, you know, because Bailey's girls got the tag team championships. I thought they, I thought that group, fuck it. It's called a cruise control. Sit, fuck it. I know it's damage control. I was, I was just playing with you. It's damage control, but still, cruise control. All right, because that's how much that momentum is. Moving that group it's in cruise control fuck damage control because they ain't that big and they they're they not that good because I haven't seen too much from EO Sky as of late and not as much as the other one uh, what the fuck that um she's Samoan what the fuck <laughs> Dakota Kai I I, I Only person And you know And Bailey just came back From an injury So I Hey Hey Cruise control Cruise control (laughs) Uh, But but anyway You know um, uh, So Bianca Belair Was like That bitch That had to win it There's still stock left In her name So of course She's going to You know, survive that match and still be the 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 Raw Women's Champion. I was like, you you know, either way, I was still happy. But uh, give Bailey more airtime on TV to incensurate her character, and then wait to one of the Big Four, like Survivor Series, to either reclaim that champion or uh, can I say reclaim? Well, she was a champion before. Yeah, to just fuck it, just to reclaim that championship at one of the big four, like either the Royal Rumble or Survivor Series coming up. You know, so I think that's or even WrestleMania, because I think out of those three pay per views, I think that's the the better choice for Bailey to win any championship is like at the big four. Well, like one of the big four coming up, like Survivor Series, which is too soon, but Royal Rumble or WrestleMania. All right, so yeah, um, there's there's still stock left, and Bianca Belair's is still popular. I think she still moved merch. I don't know if her name uh, keeps asses and seats though, but I think she's moving a lot of merchandise. I mean, that's all that man. That's why wrestlers are champions. You know, if you can pack the house put asses in seats and move merch, all right, because. Wrestling is not like any other sport. You know how certain champions... So let's let's take the UFC. Um, you have to be a good motherfucker to move up the ladder and become champion. It's based on skill, all right. Wrestling is different. Wrestling is like if you can put asses in seats based on your personality, your mic skills, to, of how the people like you to move your merts then the boss was like either you work for Tony Khan or Triple H or Stephanie the guy his three bosses Nick Khan then you are having an opportunity to be champion so because it's so business so it, it was a solid match had plenty of uh, you know, plenty of good spots with the ladders and you know, like all that shit you know um um cruise control tried to interfere in the match that shit didn't work that fucking double KOD was like it was it was there I wouldn't say it was awesome but I was too much weight for Bianca to carry and she bullshitted that (laughs) that move but uh, it is what it is Next down the line is oh, Eds versus Finn Balor. That, that was that match was emotional, especially at the end. It was one of the longest matches, I think. Was it the longest match? I think it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was one of the longest matches on the card, and it, they utilized emotion, like especially at the end when Eds... It told the story how Edge is resilient. He's not quitting. Same as Finn Balor. But they censored that shit on Edge. And then all, all of a sudden, Belle Phoenix got into the mix and tried to help her husband. Seeing them getting hit with some brass knuckles by that one bitch. What's her name? <laughs> <laughs> um, R- Ripley. Um. Um, it seems like as well it didn't seem like it was as was backed into a corner by fucking um judgment Day and they kind of hoisted him up to let him watch weird Ripley or somebody well it 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 was we uh weird uh, Ripley to inflict damage on his wife Beth. Like, Finn was like, say I quit, otherwise I'm going to fuck up your wife. You know what I'm saying? Paraphrase. That's not what he said. But he couldn't let these people hurt his wife. So he said, as said I quit, in defense, basically he was protecting his wife. But at the same time, just from this a heel group, they went back on their word and was like, and rhea ripley did a concerto to bell phoenix and Belle did her job selling that spot right there because when that chair hit her head her, you if you notice if you saw it her hands was like flinching you know really selling the move like uh, you know what i'm saying but yeah, that that was a very good ending to that match. So I, I, you know, oh shit, Ray Mysterio got involved, whatever, you know. Oh shit, the funniest one—I almost forgot when As King gave <laughs> um, when Az kicked the Dominic in the nuts. That was that was awesome. Yeah, so okay, so the main event, the main event was a, a fucking fight pit it was very special because kind of reminiscent of UFC how they used the octagon cage but this was like WWE so they had to you know they got to put their own spin on it dude they had to put their own spin on it you know what I'm saying you our cage is better bitch anyway I'm <laughs> um, very back and forth back so you know they they utilized the cage especially Matt Riddle um Man, both participants in this match were all beat up. Fucking um, Dane Cormier, like, hey, why are you fighting me? Fight him! What the hell? That that was dang. He got fat too. I was like, goddamn, how long he been retired? Because, I mean, if you're a UFC star, you ain't gotta worry about you know having a diet anymore. But you kind of in a way you gotta handle a diet because you want to be healthy. But not as much if you was like actively fighting. You know, he has put on some weight, man. He's showing his age, he's probably 44. Alexa, how old is Daniel Cormier? Daniel Cormier is 43 years old. I was close, I was off by one. He's 43, I said 44 anyway <laughs> but uh yeah he's like four years older than me god damn he's he's born 1975 and i don't know <laughs> but yeah he he was an awesome referee he was he, he he did his job straight down the middle you know he had he's a fan yeah and you could tell he was a fan because he was very knowledgeable and being a ralph he knew his spots um, and also the ending of the match when uh, Matt Riddle won by submission when Matt Riddle applied that triangle choke on Seth Rollins and then Carmier uh, Cormier uh, came into the mix he kind of came in the mix as a UFC ref not a WWE ref because a WWE ref wouldn't be involved like that like soon as a person taps into submission that a WWE rep would not like come in and break up the fucking hold. You know what I'm saying? A UFC ref would do that. So I kind of like that aspect of it. They, they kind of made it like a, a, a pro wrestling slash MMA contest. Yeah, that was that was awesome, and you know I said this before how they utilize the cage. How the, I, I looked away one time while I was watching this match and all of a sudden they was on the fucking ledge of the of the top of the cage. I'm like, how the fuck did they get up there? <laughs> they much, yeah. They must have climbed the cage, and then what the fuck they kind of like Spider Man up to that ledge on top. I'm I'm not sure what happened, but I was like, how the fuck did they get up there? <laughs> but anyway. That was good. And then all of a sudden, the White Rabbit is unveiled. And everybody knows it was Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt is fucking awesome. He came back and I did, I, you know what, out of all the people, when he got fired from WWE, I did not want Bray Wyatt to be in AEW. I didn't. Because I don't think he would have fit in that whole economy of AEW. He, he wouldn't have fit. God damn it, fucking uh, uh, Alistair Black. That's not his name no more. What's his name? Malachi Black. He don't even fit in AEW. He needs to go back to WWE. I swear, he be close to his wife. You know what I'm saying? But I think he he took time off. But um, he don't fit there. He doesn't. They not they, Tony Khan's not even using him right over there right? anyway, but um he came back, kind of incorporated his um um his playhouse buddies, that was you know surra- uh, not surrounded but you know, scattered through the crowd like you, you had the buzzard, he, he he had the fiend character there, yeah that was you know like in the crown, it panned over to the fiend then it panned over to the like like the rabbit and all all, all different you know playhouse characters and you see a door door opens it was bray riot with his fucking roman mask wherever the fuck that shit was and we we took the mask off and, and it was bray riot i was like oh shit so i think he came back as the eater of worlds um uh, character again i'm not sure what kind of character of bray wyatt it was but i'm thinking it was the cult leader bray wyatt the cult leader bray wyatt is my favorite that was the first fucking shit i you know follow the buzzes, whatever that was my favorite the fiend it was good it, but it was like uh immovable object, Bray Wyatt, that he couldn't feel pain. I didn't really like that. It didn't. It, it, it wasn't three dimensional. It, it 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 didn't have enough character for me. You know, it was just this fucking. He was there, but he would, but it was still creative. But I, I wasn't really feeling the Fiend character. I like the music, the the Fiend music. Like once the Fiend came and you was wrestling it's the Fiend, you know he's gonna get your ass kicked but the cult leader Bray Wyatt was my favorite. It had depth. So, yeah, he he came out with a trademark lantern. It was awesome. I wish it was more of it, but no. No, I, I think we're going to get some more if he's either on Raw or Smackdown, I think we're going to watch some more Bray Wyatt on TV. I think I, yeah, I think he's on Smackdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bray Wyatt is a SmackDown character, so it is what it is, and that's how fucking stream rules ended. So, hey, how y'all doing? <laughs> <laughs> that's it. This video, I I enjoyed it. I mean it it, it was a it was a breath of fresh air. Every special event hosted by WWE, as of now, has been awesome. When Vince McMahon was in control, it was like, it was boring. It was bland. It was flat. It didn't have any... Ew. You know what I'm saying? It, it was just there. It was just there to you know collect a check from us, you know, because... We the ones buying the tickets. We the one is fucking um, buying merch and shit. It was just a cash grab for them under the helm of Vince McMahon. Triple A, so on the other hand is giving a story and emotion and 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 we giving him feedback on our responses and we like it. Anyway, that's it. For this video this is what I've gotten from WWE Extreme Rules. It's um, awesome. It was awesome. <laughs> it was awesome. Peace out.